It's another episode of Your Success at Last DNA. I'm your host, Tracy Ace Brinkman, the ace up your sleeve, bringing you that daily motivation, that little motivational oomph on Gala. Tracy's got that, sorry, uh, that little oomph to get you through the next day, the next week, the next month, the next hurdle, the next challenge, the next goal, whatever you may be facing, we are here to get you through it. So, with that, getting through things, you know, I just, I think back, I've been pondering a little bit the past couple of days, and then flashing back, I, I came across an eight, old 8mm film, yeah, 8mm, I just dated myself, didn't I? Back when I was a teen, we used to make little movies, little skits, me and the kids, uh, my friends, my best friend Robbie and I were the oldest, well actually his older brother and I were the oldest on the block and Robbie was next to that. And we used to teach martial arts to the younger kids and the way we got them to learn it was through um, making these little skits and then really kind of choreographing the skit. And uh, it was funny as you could take something that the kids were fearful of and turn it into something different by engaging them in it. So that that brings about the, the topic of the day and talking about fear. I mean, how much time do you do, do you worry or do you spend afraid? Afraid of, oh gosh, any number of things. Things like losing your job, losing your spouse, your home. Oh my God, especially in today's economy. I mean, worrying about the future has got to be one of the world's most common fears. I mean, oftentimes you're anticipating the worst. While at the same time, you're kind of internally realizing that life lived in fear is, is not pleasant at all. F-E-A-R. Yeah, yeah, that's one of the acronyms, uh, the acrostic for false evidence appearing real. Probably one of the phrases you've heard a thousand, a million times, a whole bunch of times you spent any number of uh, days, months, or weeks in the personal development world, you, you hear it quite often. But here's the question. How can you prevent that fear from sneaking up into your mind? Right? Tracy, you're going to tell me, aren't you? <laughs> well, one of the ways is, it shows like this, obviously, it's, it's that's my pitch, right? There's my pitch for you. Daily motivation, that little daily bits of oomph that help get you over those hurdles, those fear hurdles, right? And of course, that's why you're here. I mean, that and you just, you love listening to me. <laughs> Kidding. I mean, your success DNA is here for you every day. I mean, every single weekday, Monday through Friday. We're not just here on Mondays. I mean, my premium members get even more content the rest of the week and we topic uh, tackle any number of topics beyond what we're going to talk about today. But I'll tell you about how to get that there in a few minutes. But before we really get started off, here's the question we ask every Monday. How do you feel? Right? Coming off the weekend. Did you have a good weekend? Yeah, I had a good weekend. Nice relaxing weekend. We don't need those every once in a while. Actually, it wasn't all that relaxing. There was lots of things to do around the house this weekend. We had an accident in the family. Everyone's okay. Right? The car got totaled. Uh, it wasn't me or the immediate family. It was my, my daughter's boyfriend got into a, uh, a rear-ender and car gets totaled. So there's all kinds of activities around that. But how do you feel? Forget about me for a minute. How do you feel? And then, of course, the follow-up question I always ask you is, how do you want to feel? And I ask you this question on Monday because I want you to think about it as you go into your week. And as you go through your week, how do I feel? Ask it, repeat that question to yourself. And then... The follow-up question is, how do I want to feel? Because if you feel angry, and you're really mad, and you're really, oh, 
I'll just say it, pissed off. But you want to be calm and, and content. And then you got to think about that. Okay? So, how do you feel? And how do you want to feel? Do you feel fearful? Huh? It goes to today's show. And like I asked at the start of the show, how much time do you spend afraid? How often do you get fearful? How long does it last? Right? For some of us, it lasts a really long time. I've known a couple. I actually have a uh, very good friend. It's lasted him, gosh, a decade. Right? And it's uh, just a couple of narrow areas he's very fearful of. He won't tackle them. He's a brave, brave man in other areas. He will whoop booty on men almost twice his size. And I've been in a couple of those booty whooping opportunities with him. Okay? But it, it, in these areas, he just hasn't tried it. How much have you tried? How much have you not tried simply because you're afraid? I'm scared. I'm afraid of failure. And you know what's really funny is, and more often than not, it's people there are afraid of success. Yeah, you, you have to realize. Well, let me be honest. I think you do realize. Actually, I know you realize it, but let me remind you anyway. A life lived in fear, it's no life at all. Fortunately, right? That's why you're here, right? To learn a few strategies. I want to share with you some strategies that can help you conquer the fears of the unknown, right? So, I want you to try these strategies and get them to conquer. I'm going to give you, oh gosh, what, seven? I got seven lined up here, and I'm halfway through the time already. Here we go, Tracy. You're doing it again. All right, here we go. Number one, I want you to think about the outcomes. Oh, God, Tracy, not goal setting. No, no, no. Listen to me. Hear me out. When you're approaching an unknown situation, it, it'll help you to kind of make a list, write them all out, of possible outcomes, right? Uh, what's what are the good things that could happen? What are the bad things that could happen? Some of the results, like I said, will be good. Some, you know, not, not, let's be honest, they won't be so good. Actually, they'll be downright awful, really bad. But listen them all out, and then feeling that just going through that exercise is going to be feel like a, you have a little more foreknowledge, a little more information about the future. And believe it or not, that will that alone will help ease back some of your fears because you'll, you'll take a few minutes and you'll think through it and don't focus on just one side I want you to list the pros and the cons you know number two let's talk about um, your mind clearing your mind you know your mind's a powerful object I've told you this any number of times it is probably one of the most fascinating biomechanical devices on God's green earth or whoever you may believe in right it's just a wondrous device I want you to Let's see. Clear the mechanism is a phrase I like to use. Uh, there was a Kevin Costner movie that came out. Oh, what was it called? For the love of the game. And he was a baseball player. He was he was peaking. He was coming on. Uh, he was very self-centered in the beginning of the movie. It was one of those learn about yourself and learn to love others kind of movies. But he had this phrase. He was a pitcher, and he'd get on the mound, and you know, and you're listening to ah, the whole crowd's going crazy. Ah, there's good guys screaming for him. Yeah, go, dude. It's on the other side. Boom. You suck, oh, right? And all this noise is going on around him, and he's got to focus on that batter, and he's got to focus on that catcher giving him the signal. So what he would do was he'd say, "Clear the mechanism," and then you'd see, Shh, of course, the, the, the dramatic effect of the movie, all the all the audience out there, all the fans out there, they would start to blur. 
and on and everything would come into focus on that batter and on that catcher and all the noise would die down it was just him inside his head I need you to make those kinds of efforts to clear your mind whatever it means to you to clear your mind it could be music it could be drawing it could be getting inside a, a room by yourself it could be going for your walk take your dog for a walk right one of the reasons you feel fear is that you're worried that something bad is going to happen Duh, right? I know that, Tracy. Well, this is because of a situation of your past, and you've projected it way out in the future, and you've just stacked one thing on top of another. Well, tomorrow that's going to happen, and that's going to cause this to happen, and, that, and right behind that, that's going to happen, and this is going to happen, and I'm going to do that, and this is going to fall apart, and that's going to fail, I'm going to lose the house, and the car's going to, they're going to repo, and next thing you know, you're like, oh my god, oh my god, right? you're all fretted out. So what you need to do is take those thoughts off the table and approach it with a clear head. Right? And that leads into the next one. Once you start approaching with a clear head, I want you to start taking some positive steps forward. You know me, Mr. Positive. Think successfully and take action. So take this positive. And, and yeah, okay, I get it. I get it. It sounds easy. And it, it, without practice, it's a little difficult in the beginning. But you got to do it. Right? Strive to visualize something, everything, turning out positively. Uh, and I'm not trying to give you this whole rose-colored glasses thing, right? What I'm saying is if you concentrate more on the positive aspect, you'll actually turn your fear into excitement. Uh, losing a job, awful. It sucks. Been through it a couple of times myself, and uh, there's no other way to say it. It's just, it sucks. And, you know, when you first hear it, it all the fears. I mean, your head just starts feeling, oh my God, how am I going to pay this? How am I going to do that? I'm going to lose the house. I, I can't make the rent. I, I can't make my car payment. They're going to take my car. Without a car, I can't go out and find a job. You know, and just your mind spirals. Step back, clear the mechanism, and take a step forward. Update your resume. Wow, that was easy enough. Okay, all typed out. Now, where do I want to look for a job? Locally? Globally? Right? Domestically, in my country, in my city, in my state, right, in my county, where? Do I want to move out of state? Do I want to, I want to start a whole new career? Do I want to go somewhere entirely differently? All right, there, now I made that decision. Now let's start networking with the people I know. Okay, now let's start networking with people I don't know. See, these are positive steps. I'm still in a negative situation. I still don't have a job. But you're making positive steps forward, right? Concentrate on the positive aspects. Still bad. It's not woes colored glasses. And it's not rose-colored glasses. It's positive steps forward. And, and I think right behind that, one of the things is study fear. Right? Learn about it. Fear is, has a real purpose. I mean, if you think about way back, good gosh, it's almost 11 minutes in, and i got three more to share with you. I'm probably not going to get through them. I'm sorry. I, I might go a little bit over because I did do the little uh, the beginning opening with the little pitch. But here's the thing. Study fear. Fear has a has a reason. It's 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 teaching you something. It's it's warning you of something on the horizon. If you think about the caveman days or even the medieval times, or just as little as I don't know four or five hundred years ago, those fears were telling us, oh my God, there's an animal around us and it's going to eat us if I don't run. And your body reacts and it starts pumping adrenaline and you get heightened and your your uh, your heart starts pumping blood to the muscles so that you can run faster, right? It says, okay, all the blood leave the stomach because I'm not worried about digesting food right now because if I don't run, I'm going to be food. Ha. Okay, so study fear. It has a reason. 
And again, being a little more knowledgeable helps curb the fear. Once you realize that what types of fear serve you, or serve no purpose, let's, let's be honest there, serve you, and then the other ones that serve you no purpose, you'll be all stronger for it. Number five, talk it through. Yeah, when you're feeling when you're feeling alone in your fears, there's nothing better than sitting down with someone close to you, uh, a good friend, a spouse, uh, you know, uh, your best friend, a coach. I mean, uh, one of my coaches, I, I like sharing all kinds of things beyond our coaching relationship and just sharing. And it it's not always just to get advice. It's just to talk it through, right? Perhaps it'll help to discuss your fears with someone who has experienced a similar situation. Have you lost someone? Are you on the edge of losing someone? Right? Oh, my, my, my mother is terribly sick. My dad's terribly sick. I remember, uh, you know what? Jane went through the same thing. Why can't you sit down and chat with her? You know, just knowing you're not alone can help ease your fears. You can see how each one of these little steps stacked on one on top of another is just chipping away. And again, even if that person doesn't give you any helpful advice, talking it through will help relieve your fear. Number six, and I've told you this one here when it comes to goals, start small. See, if you're afraid of some big, ominous goal or task or event or whatever's going on, well, yeah, that's huge. Just like this big green monster overhanging over your head. Ooh, ah, ah, ah. Well, yeah, step back. Start small. It will reduce the fear. And instead of tackling everything on a huge and surrounding task, just try to do something small. Like I said, oh, I lost my job. Well, okay, update resume. Small step, right? Make a decision of do I want to go locally? Do I want to move out of states? Do I want to move out of county? Do I move out of country? I know the last time I lost my job, I actually considered taking a, a position in Australia on the other side of the planet, right? That was kind of a big big thought, but, you know, it was, it was taking those small steps. Break out of your comfort zone a little bit and try something new that you've never tried before. Yeah. Okay, and then lastly, we're gonna ooh, we're doing pretty good. All right, give up control. Ooh, yeah, mm. yeah. What do you mean give up control, Tracy? I'm afraid if I don't have control. No, no, no. The future can be frightening. Really, when you think about it, because you want to try and control every aspect. It's like driving a car. You know, I'm gonna reach over here. I'm gonna turn on the AC. I'm gonna turn on the heater. Turn up the radio. I'm gonna turn down the bass and up the treble. All right, I'm gonna change the station. That's the music I wanna listen to. I'm gonna ease the seat back a little bit. Only the lumbar adjusted. All these different controls. Yeah. Well, you know what? I don't care how much control you have. There are certain actions that you can take to maintain some semblance control. But there are so many things that are just, yeah, you guessed it, out of your control. Hmm? So just accept that the future is going to be what it's going to be, regardless of how you feel. It's not always going to be in your control. And it might seem not quite so scary if you realize, I can't control that. But what I can control is A, B, and C. All right, well, Tracy said start small. Well, I'm going to start right here on A. A is really good. I understand A and I'm going to go for it. And as soon as I'm done with A, B is next. There you go. You start moving forward and you're not so focused on Z. Z is 23 letters later. Don't worry about it. 
Get into your present thinking. See, when your thoughts are caught up in the future, whether it's the near future or the distant future, it clouds your current situation. It, it clouds where you're at right now. Because you're, like I said, you're, you're stacking one point on top of another. Oh, the house, the car, the payment, what is this? The kids, the babysitter, I'm not going to pay them. I don't know what's going on. See, if you're especially fearful, I want you to step back and focus what's going on right now. I just lost my job. Guess what I'm going to do? Update the resume, and I'm repeating myself. But I want you to, I want you to understand this. Oh, my car just broke down. What's the first step you gotta do? Well, um, after you get it towed <laughs> safely off the road, find out what's broken. Maybe it's just ran. You just ran out of gas. Oh, that was easy. I'm not worried about how uh, oh, it's gonna cost me eight hundred dollars to replace a serpentine belt, right? See, your present thinking automatically allows you to take things one step at a time. One step at a time, not 13 steps out there. And if you're all fearful, you're you're clouding your present thinking. So think about it one step at a time and focus on the first one or two steps. Like if you're doing laundry, well, maybe you should be focusing on getting the stains out or putting them in the dryer, right? Not, oh, my God, look at all this laundry. I'm going to be here all day, all weekend long. huh? No, think about those positive things you can look forward to. Brush all the other worries away. And live in the here and now. Now, so you don't get me wrong. I'm not saying you should never think about the future. And you know, I'm a future forward thinking kind of guy. But when you do think about the future, do it with a clear head and positive thoughts without letting your fears bury you. If you have the fears, right, use them to guide you. Wow, if I do this, Mm, here's what's going to happen. I'm kind of afraid of that. Well, here's two or three things I can do to avoid that entirely or prepare myself for that. See, following all the strategy I've given you above will help you alleviate the fear of the unknown and bring you to a life kind of what I like to think is full of enthusiasm, uh, enthusiastic for the future, right? Even if it has a little tinge of fear, right? Don't, don't, don't try to get rid of all your fear. It'll keep you on your edge. It'll keep you wise. It'll keep you watching out for that animal that wants to eat you and the animal might take on the guise of I don't know a bad guy or um, a bad date or a bad situation or a bad job you would take just because you need to work right it's, it can make a big difference and what a difference a life full of enthusiasm can make right and there's no better time to start than when now that's right so what I want you to do is I want you to go for it use one or all of the strategies I just mentioned above, go for it. Just start guiding your life with enthusiasm, not with fear. Now, if you want to get this kind of enthusiasm all week long, along with all the other chock full of other stuff that I jam pack my work for my premium members, some I want to say it's like two. Oh boy, I know it's way over two hours of content they get for free on day one. I want you to go to yoursuccessatlast.com. Right? And across the top here, you'll see the banner, the seven critical steps to success. Get it for free. Right? Read it. Enjoy it. And then, you know, if you want to try the seven-day free trial, you get shows like this all week long for seven days. And if you don't like it after that, hey, it's cool. No big deal. And if you do, I'll, I'll, I'll say to you like I always say to you, and I'll say it to you all week long, think successfully. Take action. Talk to you tomorrow. Oh, and by the way, tomorrow, what are we going to talk about tomorrow? Tomorrow we're going to talk about, I'm going to pick up on this fear. Once you get start addressing your fears, you're going to need to have to reprogram your subconscious mind. So I'm going to give you some tips on how to reprogram your subconscious mind.
Ladies and gentlemen, think successfully. Take action. Bye-bye.